Hi, everybody. This is Harriet Nelson. Here's a word of advice to all mothers. Do you have trouble getting your boys to come to lunch on time? Well, here's something that works great at our house. David, Ricky, first call for lunch. We're having Heinz cream of tomato soup. See what I mean? You know it's good because it's Heinz. The H.J. Heinz Company, makers of 57 varieties of fine foods for over 80 years, present the amusing transcribed adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring the entire Nelson family, Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky. Nelson household and see what they have on tap for us this week. Hmm. I don't see Ozzie and Harriet any place, but there's David and Ricky. And David stretched out on the floor taking it easy, and Ricky seems to be reading the funnies to him. Then in the last box, the captain says, Und now gives a good spanking for pulling the inspector's beard. And what is Rollo saying? Ha, ha, ha. Now read me Terry and the Pirates. Oh, come on, David. Read them yourself. Don't be so ungrateful. I used to read them to you, didn't I? Yeah, but that was before I could read. Besides, I have to make out my report. What report? We have a club meeting tonight. I'm the treasurer. Big deal. What do you need a treasurer for? You kids don't have any money. That's how much you know about it. How much you got in the treasury? We got plenty, boy. I'll bet. We got it hid in a swell place, too, boy. You'll never find it. Who wants it? Where is it? <laughs> You're not allowed to tell. It's a club secret. Okay, who wants to know anyway? It was my idea. It's a neat one, too, boy. Oh, hi, fellas. Hi, Pop. Hi, Pop. I might as well tell you because you're going to find it out pretty soon anyway. What's this? Well, I'm treasurer of our club. Big deal. Oh, good for you. I'm the only treasurer, too. The only treasure. How many presidents do you have? Eight. Eight presidents? Sure. And six vice presidents, four secretaries, and two ghoulies. What are ghoulies? Well, it's a thing we made up. When we got through with the election, there were two members that weren't elected to anything. So we made up that they were ghoulies. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Every member of the club's an officer, huh? Yep. And I'm the only treasurer. Well, that's quite an honor. Thanks, Pop. I'd rather be a ghoulie. <laughs> I don't know about that, David. Being treasurer of a club's a big responsibility. Oh, Pop. Yes, it is. Shows that the other members of Ricky's club have a great deal of respect for him. Means that they trust him and consider him better qualified than anybody else for the responsibility of the position. And besides, nobody else won the job. <laughs> hey, you fellas had better hurry up. Okay, Mom. Come on, money bags. 
Okay, David. Cut the shoving. So long. So long. Bye, boys. Goodbye, boys. What was the big discussion about? Oh, Rick was telling me about some club he's in. Seems they've elected him treasurer. Oh, speaking of treasurer, I have to run downtown for a few things. Do you have any money? Money? Yeah, let's see. Hmm. You took $10 yesterday. Did you spend all of it or don't you know? Well, Harriet, I don't like the implications of that remark. I may act like I'm careless with money and and uh, look like I'm careless with money, and, and some people may think I'm careless with money. And you know why? Because you're careless with money? <laughs> all because I've always got it figured out in my head. I don't have to keep figuring and adding all the time. I know just how much money I've got in my pocket right now. I believe you. I wasn't... No, past... no, go ahead. Ask me how much I've got in my pocket. But I told you... Go I... ahead, ask me. How much money have you got in your pocket right now? Thought you'd catch me, didn't you? <laughs> second, I'll figure it out. Three and, and five. That's eight and uh, ten and twenty. Exactly thirty-eight cents. Is that all you have? Thirty-eight cents? Yeah, there it is. Twenty, thirty, thirty-five, thirty-seven. No, that's right. I weighed myself. <laughs> thirty-seven cents left out of ten dollars. What'd you buy, an automobile? No, it so happens I can explain every penny. No, I was only kidding. No, 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 wait a minute. I'd rather. Now, let's see. First, I went to the garage and had the car filled up with gas. That was three and a half. Six and a half to go. Then I met Thorny. That cost me about a dollar and a half. <laughs> two cheese sandwiches, two chocolate malteds, two pieces of pie, and the check was under my plate. I think I was framed. That's five. Uh, then I went down to the Emporium and, and bought a shirt. They were on sale. Uh, that was three and a half. Uh, after that, I, I stopped in at the hardware store to get a padlock for the garage. Oh, I got a flashlight that shines red and green. That's something we need. Oh, desperately. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, I also found a set of wrenches for the car and a box of magic crystals for the fireplace. They make the fire burn all different colors. It's quite an idea. All that came to about $4. What about the padlock? Well, I'll, I'll pick that up next time. Then I stopped at the drugstore on the way home, and I bought some toothpaste and uh, a can of shoe polish and some magazines, which uh, came to a little over $2. There you figure it up. I have. I've been writing it down. Altogether, you spent about $15. All right. Fifteen? No, no. You must have made a mistake. I only had $10 with me. Let's see. Gasoline, three and a half. Thorny and the sandwiches, a dollar and a half. Yeah, that's five. Shirt at the Emporium, three and a half. After that, temptation at the hardware store, four dollars. That's twelve and a half. And two dollars and something at the drugstore, that makes it about fifteen. Not bad for starting out with ten dollars. You know, some clerk must have given you too much change. Say, that's it. That's exactly what happened. The girl at the Emporium gave me $5 too much change when I bought the shirt. How do you know? Well, I remember now. I gave her a $5 bill, and she gave me change for a 10. She was very busy, and she was waiting on two or three customers at the same time. Are you sure? I'm positive. In fact, I remember looking at my wallet and thinking I had too much money at the time. How about that? Gave me change for a 10 instead of a 5. Well, I'm going downtown now. Why don't you go with me, and you can stop in and return the $5. Uh, right now, you mean? It'll save a trip later. 
Well, okay. The only thing, though... I know, it isn't easy. We just have to remember it isn't our money. Yeah, yes, I, I realize that. It, it's just... Just what? Uh, do you have five dollars? <laughs> shop here at the Emporium and then go across the street. Do you want to wait for me? No, no, that's okay. Why don't you go ahead and I'll see you at home later. Okay, bye. Bye. So she says to me he's a swell guy, but he never wants to take me out. And I said, well, that's the trouble. Oh, just a second. Uh, what can I do for you, sir? Oh, uh, wasn't there another girl working at this counter yesterday? Oh, yes, that's Ingrid Mahoney. She isn't here anymore. Oh. Well, uh, uh, I bought a shirt here yesterday, and she made a mistake. All adjustments are made on the third floor upstairs. So she says to me, what would you uh, do? Uh, pardon me. Uh, yes? Well, uh, this uh, Miss Mahoney made a mistake in the chain. I'm sorry, but all adjustments are made on the third floor upstairs. So she says to me, what would you do if you were me? Here she's going steady with this fellow who won't take her out, and another fellow's dying to take her out. So what's she going to do? Uh, tell her to go upstairs. I beg your pardon? Uh, all adjustments are made on the third floor. How do you do, sir? Oh, uh, how do you do? Uh, is this the adjustment office? Uh, yes, it is. Won't you sit down? Oh, thank you. Uh, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Nelson. I bought a shirt here yesterday, and the girl gave me the wrong change. You're supposed to count your change before you leave the counter. There's a sign right there in black and white. Well, yes, I know, but it happens I was in a hurry. And we can't be responsible if you're in a hurry. No, 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 I only... Now, let's be cool and practical about this, sir. How do you know you didn't make a mistake? Well, I, I checked and double-checked. Perhaps you were confused. No, I wasn't confused. I don't get confused about things like that. Then why didn't you read the sign? We can't go making good every time somebody says he was short-changed. No, no, I wasn't short-changed. I got $5 too much. You weren't confused. <laughs> you don't get confused. No. Do you know what you just said? What? You said the girl gave you $5 too much. Well, that's right, she did. And now I'm confused. <laughs> you say you got $5 too much? Yes, that's right. Then what's your complaint? Well, I, I want to return the $5. What's your racket, bud? <laughs> I haven't got any racket. I came in here to give you back the $5. A likely story. Mr. Nelson, do you think I believe for one moment that any human being with a mentality higher than an orangutan would return money to a department store? Now, look, I didn't come here to be called an orangutan. Here's your $5. Goodbye. Come back here. <laughs> Don't you dare leave that $5 bill on my desk. But that's the $5 the girl gave me. You can't leave it here. You can't. But I just told you it's your $5. I never admitted it. You haven't got any witnesses. Look, all I want to do is give you this money and go home. Now, here's your $5. Now, look, Mr. Nelson, you, you can't do this to me. Do what to you? To Mr. Nelson, you look like a reasonable man. Try to see my side of it. The books are already balanced for yesterday. This $5 bill will throw them off. It'll be off for a month for the semi-annual audit, for the yearly balance sheet. 
the auditors will be here at the end of the year, and here I am, unbalanced. <laughs> They'll find out in a minute. You can't put anything over on those fellows. What will I tell them? You can't leave that $5 here. You can't. Oh, okay, okay. If you feel that way about it, I'll keep the $5. Oh, thank you, Mr. Nelson. <laughs> If there's ever anything I can do for you in return... No, that, that, that's, that's all right. Just, just forget it. Oh, here. Here's a calendar. And a courtesy card entitling you to an hour's free parking. Oh, thank you. Mr. Nelson, it's been a pleasure to meet a man as understanding and accommodating as you. Oh, well, that, that's perfectly all right. I, I, I... And I, uh, I hope you won't take it personally if I make a suggestion. And what's that? Either count your change before you leave the counter or don't count it at all! <laughs> so I took the $5 and came home. That's the silliest thing I ever heard of. I argued with the man. I pleaded with him. After all, you can't force a man to accept money if he doesn't want to take it. He said it would mix up their accounting system. I even laid it on his desk, and he threw it right back at me. Oh, here. Here's a, a calendar he gave me. But why didn't you give the $5 to the girl who made the mistake originally? Oh, oh, didn't I tell you? She doesn't work there anymore. This is kind of a cute calendar at that. Isn't it a shame? This November isn't bad. <laughs> Imagine skiing in a costume like that. Firing a girl just because she gave you the wrong change. Oh, say, that never occurred to me. You think she was fired? Well, she was there yesterday, and she gave you $5 too much change, and she's not working there today. Oh, gee. Poor girl. Well, Harriet, it isn't my fault. Oh, I know it. It's just a shame, that's all. Hi, Pop. Hi, Mom. Hello, oh, boys. Oh, hello, boys. Something wrong, Pop? No, no. Nothing really, David. Well, some girl in a department store made a mistake and gave your father too much change, and she got fired for it. Golly. Golly. Poor girl. Poor girl. Poor girl. Well, it wasn't my fault. Well, of course not, dear. How could you help it? Sure, how could you help it? Why didn't you count your change? I was in a hurry. The girl probably had to make up the $5 and lost her job besides. Well, Farmery was telling me about a girl who lost her job last week and tried to jump in the river. David, this just happened yesterday. <laughs> What's everybody making such a big thing about this? It wasn't my fault, and I went back to the store and tried to straighten it out. Now, let's all forget about it. Can we go out, Pop? Certainly. Go ahead. Hey, David. Yeah? Let's go down the river and watch. And now let's see what's going on with Ozzy and Harriet. As we rejoin them, Ozzy's out in the backyard, staring into space, when along comes neighbor Thornberry. Hi, Oz. Oh, hello, Thorny. What are you so worried about? You look as if you'd lost your last friend. Uh, honestly, Thorny, I can get in... No, you wouldn't be interested. Oh, come on, Oz. Cut it out. You know I'm always interested in anything. It all started when I went down to the Emporium to buy a couple of shirts as a sales girl who waited hey, on just me. Just a minute, Oz. 
Maybe it's best that you don't tell me. Well, you asked me to tell you, so now you're going to hear it whether you like it or not. Okay, Oz, go ahead. You were saying this uh, beautiful sales girl waited on you. Yes, this beautiful sa... Now, wait a minute. I didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, I, I bought a white shirt, and this girl gave me $5 too much change. I don't know why I didn't catch the mistake at the time. I, I, I understand, guess... Oz. You don't have to explain. Understand what? Fight it, Oz, old boy. Fight what? This mad infatuation. Uh, look, Thorny. <laughs> All I did was go in and buy a white shirt. It's very obvious. You don't have to explain to me. There's a bit of the mad beast in every man, but you've just got to fight it. Oh, for goodness. <laughs> did you read this month's Cosmopolitan? No, no, I didn't. Well, maybe it was last month's. Anyway, there was a story there, and the parallel is amazing. Look, Thorny. Fight it, Oz. I don't want to fight it. The whole thing is ridiculous. Did Harriet suggest that you find out the girl's name and give back the $5? No, she didn't. There you are. Where am I? <laughs> well, she understands. She sees the danger. Oz, we got to face it. Ever since the beginning of time, women have had intuition about these things. Now, you take this story I was reading in the American Weekly. No, no, no. It was Cosmopolitan. No, this was a different one. It seems there was this no, no, girl no, wait, and this man... No, Thorny, uh, wait a minute, will you please? Before you change the subject, you, you really think that, that Harriet might, might be a little... Uh, I mean, you, you really think so? Well, if she didn't, wouldn't she be the first to suggest that you find out where this girl lives and take the money over to her? Well, she'd come right out and say... Ozzie? Uh, yes? Oh, hello, Thorny. Ozzie, you know, I've just been thinking this thing over. Why don't you find out where this girl lives and take the money over to her? Well, that's a wonderful idea, Harriet. Only thing is you just set women's intuition back 2,000 years. <laughs> I can't understand it. Well, don't look so disappointed, Thorny. Fight it, old boy. Fight it. <laughs> Pardon me. Oh, what can I do for you, sir? Well, there was a girl working here yesterday named Ingrid Mahoney. Yes? Well, uh, could you give me her name and address? Her name and address? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I have her name, but I, I want her address. Say, weren't you the same fellow who was here this morning asking about Ingrid? Oh, uh, yes, I am. Well, it may interest you to know she's going steady. Well, I, I don't care about that. Gee, a regular caveman. <laughs> so all I want is Ingrid Mahoney's address. Why is it as soon as a girl goes steady, all the fellas get interested in her? Well, I, I, I don't know, but, but that isn't what I have in mind. You can find lots of girls who aren't going steady. <laughs> I'm not going steady. You, you misunderstand. You see, I'm already married. Oh. Do you by chance ever read Cosmopolitan magazine? <laughs> I, 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 yes, I, no. I mean, I'm familiar with the story you're talking about, but, but really, I'm here on strictly a business matter. Oh, darn. Why is it every wolf I meet turns out to be a cocker spaniel? <laughs> Would you please listen to me for a moment? I bought a shirt here yesterday. Well, the adjustment department... I've already been upstairs to the adjustment department. All I want now is to find out where this girl lives so I can give her back the $5. It's as simple as all that. Oh, yes, I see. Good. 
But if I were you, sir, I'd stick to the caveman line. It works much better with us girls. <laughs> See, that's a good idea. Now, uh, listen, babe. <laughs> you got Ingrid Mahoney's address? Oh, yes, sir. Give it to me. Yes, sir. 25 Chestnut Street. Thanks. So long, Tuts. <laughs> You're so big and strong. That's why I love you, Hyman. Say you love me again, Ingrid. I love you, Hyman. Say it again. I love you, Hyman. Say it again. I love you, Hyman. I don't believe it. If I ever catch any other guy looking at you, I will tear him in half like this. Hyman, not another telephone book! <laughs> you see, I love you more than anything. Honest, I do. Well, I'm very flattered to be sure, but I wish you would control your jealousy, Hyman. It's getting to be very embarrassing. I can't help being jealous of you. You know that, Ingrid. If only I could submerge my physical side. But it's no use. When I see another man interested in you, I just go... Hyman, please, not the classified! <laughs> oh, Hyman. Who could that be? Quite sure I don't know. Come in, the door is open. Uh, I beg your pardon, is Miss Ingrid Mahone... Oh, 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 there you are. Ingrid, what is the meaning of this? Honest, Hyman, I've never seen him before. Oh, yes, don't you remember me from the store yesterday? The, the 33 sleeve, uh, 16 uh, neck? <laughs> Down, Hyman. Well, well uh, yes, in a way, but don't you remember at the store yesterday, I gave you a five, and you evidently gave me change for a ten. Weren't you five dollars short in your accounts? I was no such a thing. Uh, are you sure? Well, naturally I'm sure. And now, if you don't mind, you have made Hyman cry. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 please believe me, Hyman. Uh, Herman. <laughs> tell you, she was just another girl to me. <laughs> she was? Oh, of course. It's just that to you, she seems so irresistible. You sure? Oh, of course. To, to other men, she's just an ordinary girl like thousands of... Miss Mahoney! Ingrid! Miss Mahoney! Ow! Please! Yeah. Well, what happened? 
Well, I couldn't force the five dollars on her. She says she doesn't remember me and she doesn't know anything about any shortage. Well, that's funny. How could five dollars mysteriously pop into your wallet? Ozzy, what's that under your arm? It's a box of candy for you. Oh, thank you, dear. Yeah, I had to chase all over town to find one that cost exactly five dollars. I figured it's five dollars found money, and I might as well blow it in on my best girlfriend. What a lovely thought, dear. Oh, soft centers. Isn't that lucky? Your favorite kind. <laughs> oh, they're good, too. Oh, yes. Ricky told me to remind you that his club is meeting here today. Are you a member or something? Oh, no, no. You know how kids are. If it's important to him, he thinks it's important to everybody. Hmm. I think I'll try one of those long ones now. Oh, there you are, Pa. Oh, hello, Rick. Here, have some candy. Gee, thanks, Pa. Oh, these candies are good. Oh, what is it, son? Do you have your wallet in your pocket? Oh, yes, I do. Why? Remember I told you I was the club treasurer? Yeah. What about it? We have five dollars in the treasury, and I put it in your wallet so I wouldn't lose it. Can I have it back now? (laughs) 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 Ricky, you better go up and filibuster your club for a while. Your dad's trying to cough up five (laughs) dollars. We sure got that $5 just in time, didn't we? We sure did. The fellows were getting tired listening to me stalling them off. Well, you see, that shows you what resourcefulness can do. I don't like to brag, but when your old dad's up against it, you can usually depend upon him to figure out some way. Hey! What's that? Oh, it's only David. I guess he just found out what happened to his piggy bank. <laughs> And starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. And remember, Heinz soups are condensed. You get twice as much soup by adding an equal part of milk or water. That suits me fine. Me too. I like a lot, boy. Appearing in support of Ozzie and Harriet were their two sons, David and Ricky Nelson, John Brown, Sarah Burner, Sheldon Leonard, Paula Winslow, Frank Nelson, and yours truly, Vern Smith. Original music was composed and conducted by Billy May. So long, folks. This is Ozzie saying goodnight for the four Nelsons and the 57 varieties.